And we're recording. Woohoo! Woohoo! All right. Do next door. Stuart Means, <laughs> Mayor Royal. What's going on, buddy? What's happening? Man, I don't know. I'm sitting here talking to you. He- he- hello, America. America, boy, you're, you're, <laughs> you're pitching deep there. I don't know if it's going to get that far. <laughs> Maybe it, may, it will. It may even make it over to Royal. I would hope it makes it to Royal. <laughs> I can throw a baseball to Royal. I hope it makes it to Royal. <laughs> you probably might ought to go into the big leagues if you can throw it that far, Greg. Uh <laughs> Let me drive to the end of the road first. <laughs> I might be able to hit the highway from here. Maybe and <laughs> bounce twice. Good crow hop. So what's going over on uh, on the royal side of town? What's what's happening in the mayoral offices? Oh, hadn't been much lately. They're calling for a lot of rain this yeah. week. Uh, mm-hmm. We might have uh, we might have Washington get more closer to level. That would be nice. That would that would help, especially for the springtime bass fishing. That's true. That's true. I hate uh, I hate going up in there and uh, fishing around the stobs and getting my boat scratched all on the side whenever I'm trying to get back in pockets in the shallows. So, uh, as the mayor, can you pick up the phone and call Energy and say, "Look, don't generate because we need the water up." <laughs> well, water. I wish it was that good, but I think uh, that that all happens on demand yeah. as far as California needs uh, power. See in California, what do they have to do? I mean, why? That's a, that's a that's fifteen hundred miles away. That's a ways, from isn't it? Yeah, they get their own power. <laughs> they got all that sunshine, man. Yeah. Use it. They got the Hoover Dam above it. Yeah, they could get the power there. But uh, now that's a lake that fluctuates a whole lot. Uh huh. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I've never been on it. Been across the dam when I was a kid, but never been on it. So I don't know. There's there's fish in that lake, mm-hmm. but there's nothing but water and rock. Right, what stripers. There, what is there? Is there stripers in it? I think there are stripers in it. Huh. Who'd have thunk it? That's mm-hmm. just living proof them damn things will live anywhere. <laughs> they will. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm getting ready to go catch some. So you just got back from uh, Colorado, elk hunting. Uh, New Mexico. New Mexico mm-hmm. elk hunting. Well, you was right there close to Colorado. Yeah, right? yeah it was just uh, about 50 or 60 miles north of me. So what town were you in? Um, uh, let me think for a second. Uh, Anywhere close to Shama? Uh, yeah, it was. I think it was close to Shama. Yeah, that's not too uh, we far. We went through Shama anywhere. and then we went on, I think, to the next town. So you weren't too far from like the state line of Colorado, Pagosa well, Springs. I could see area. Rocky Mountains off to the north in the distance. So uh, it was really, really pretty. Yeah, and that's um, that's kind of my man. That's my area. I find myself in Pagosa Springs a lot. Hmm. And one of these days, I'm going to find myself out there for the last time. Oh, really? I'm just going to stay. Huh. Yeah, I'm not going to come home. Um, what do you like so much about it? Uh, the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, I don't know. I get inspired there. And uh, I like having four distinct seasons. Mm-hmm. Although, they've been dry. They haven't had a lot of they haven't had a lot of snow this year. Right, especially down at uh, ground level. Although, yeah. when we were there, um, we drove, and it was like sunny, and we got to the mountains, and it was snowing. Yeah, so the mountains kind of make their own snow. <laughs> they make their own weather. Uh, yeah, I mean, we where we go, we go up to um, to to basically in between Pagosa Springs and Bayfield. Turn right, go up the end of Four Service Road, and uh, let out the horses, and mules, pack them up, and go in another three to five miles past that. So we're out in the middle of nowhere, and we camp somewhere around. I want to say around seven or 8,000 feet because we're kind of down in a bowl. But where we park the trucks is like nine or between nine and 10,000 feet. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, you can kind of see it coming sometimes. I mean, you'll look over to, you know, to kind of the northwest, and you can see snow coming. And, uh, man, within within a few minutes, it'll be snowing to beat the band hmm. and piling up, and then it can blow on out of there. And within a few minutes later, if you can get out in the sunlight, you can wear a short sleeve shirt and be perfectly comfortable. Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird. It's yeah. dry. It's not, it's not <clears throat> damp like it is here all the time. Right. It's kind of weird. We hunted a big ranch, <clears throat> and... Um, they had 10,000 acres. That's a lot. <laughs> I get lost in 10,000 acres. <laughs> yeah. They said that you could go to the horizon once and then go again and you'd still still be on the property. Wow. Yeah, that's hard to wrap your mind around. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Turner's ranch was next across the okay. highway from where yeah. we were hunting. And uh, then the Boy Scout camp was just right there too um is that philmont 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 i got a buddy that was a uh he was a a counselor at philmont Mm -hmm. when he was younger and he's all i've never been to philmont he's always talking about philmont yeah i want to go back to philmont Mm -hmm. well go it's beautiful (laughs) yeah yeah you want to go back to philmont go buddy nobody's Um, stopping you well he would know my buddy's dad uh because the my buddy's dad was the doctor uh really came in every summer and yeah. treated kids and uh Very he's cool. gone out there for oh i think 20 30 years well it's been about that long since he was a counselor out there mm-hmm. he's been all summer out there doing it yeah loved it said it was really cool but uh he uh he passed away last year but then, oh, what was his name um it's dr reed so jay Shro, um if you're listening which you will uh <laughs> Did you know a Dr. Reed? <laughs> His son Stan, so I went out there with, and he's kind of built a relationship with the guys out there. And I'm actually going to go and shoot uh, next January. Cool. On a cow hunt. So y'all had y'all had bull only, bull tags? Uh, cow only. Oh, you had cow only? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess, well, I don't know how they do it in New Mexico. I think if you get, if you get the draw, you get a bull or a cow in Colorado. Right. If you don't get the draw, it's a cow. Uh, no, it's a bull only. Hmm. Y'all had a cow only. Right. Yeah. I think we just paid for it, but it was, uh, yeah. I think the guiding fee, uh, the all together thing, it was like uh, $1,300, $1,400. So. Yeah, it's not a cheap, um, it's, it's definitely not a cheap trip, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's a... Um, you just can't i mean when we go out there for two weeks and there's no we're out there a week and we don't see another living soul Mm -hmm. and you're out there by yourself no cell phone service no electricity (laughs) it takes about three days before you finally decompress and you don't you sit around the first three days and hear your phone ring knowing that it's the battery's (laughs) been dead for a day and a half right but you you still hear it um so yeah it's it's really a neat it's a neat experience how many people did you go with uh, well, there was me and my buddy. I went down to Texas, and I rode with him out there. And then there was a guy uh, from Louisiana and a guy from Mississippi that met us out okay. there. Four of you total? Mm-hmm. How many did you kill? Uh, three. Three? Sweet. We had three tags. But oh, they eat good, don't they? Yeah, they are tasty. Yeah, good. little sure. tough, I thought. Really? Yeah. Uh, of course, I couldn't age it like I age my deer. Yeah. I aged my deer for usually 12 to 14 days in a meat locker uh, before I cut them up. Yeah. So we had to cut, you know, the meat off the bone out there before we could bring it back. Yeah, so. yeah there is a bit of difference. Mm-hmm. 
where we're at and probably where you guys are at and if you don't take it directly to the processor you better hang it really high or the bears will get it yeah night. so yeah i didn't see a bear but uh we sure saw a lot of stuff and uh we've been lucky enough not to see a bear mm-hmm. the times i've been out there but we've we've been we've seen a lot of bear tracks right and how many have you killed no bears uh- <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the very first year we were out there, me and Scott Ashley and a guy named Raymond Crow, uh, we went and uh, Scotty killed a cow. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny we were kind of sitting on this little ridge that kind of came out to a point, overlooking some dark spruce timber. It was kind of open. We just sat down and got still and quiet. I was on one side, he was on the other, and. I heard click click. I thought, what in the world's he doing? I turn around and look, and he's got his gun up on his shooting sticks and <laughs> and looking. I'm like, there surely cannot. He's boom! I'm like, Holy crap! <laughs> so I, I, I hop up and look over the top of the ridge, and there's a there's a you know a cow elk laying down there. And I'm like, we just got here, <laughs> and it's over. <laughs> it's over for him. So, uh, but we saw we didn't see another we didn't see another elk that trip. Um, we've been out there, I've been out there another three or four times and only with only bull tags. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the last time we were out there, I don't know, there, we, there was probably eight or 10 cows that we saw that you, you just, you couldn't shoot. Right. We couldn't, we couldn't find bulls. We had, uh, the year before that, uh, we'd, we'd gone up from from base camp we'd gone up to kind of halfway up to the top of this mountain and you could time you could pretty much time the wind Mm -hmm. um it would always settle down into the valley so it would flow from the peaks to down into the valleys at night and then when the sun would come up and it would start heating the rocks well it would turn around and go the other way so you get an updraft Mm -hmm. and you could almost at at eight o'clock every morning you could just about time it that the wind was going to change directions Hmm. And um, we were hiking up the side of this mountain, and we had one bugle at us and decided, oh, man, we, we're on. I mean, he was bugling so loud, so close that the ground would shake. You know, I'm like, oh, he's right on us. You know? We can't see him, but he's he's right here. And uh, we just got real still, and, and we would call. And when we would call, he would return, you know, with another bugle. Talk back to you? Talk right back to you. Mm-hmm. And um, so we thought, well, we'll just be real sly, and we'll we'll move like a sniper you know we'll do a foot you know we'll move a foot at a time and be yep. real slow and um i looked down at my watch it's like seven fifty-five, and i told scotty i said man if we don't do it quick the wind's, wind's gonna, gonna change, change direction and he's in front of us so mm-hmm. you know once he gets wind of us he'll be gone and in hindsight we probably should have just popped up over a little hill and charged him and got you know if we could have seen him and, and shot him because he was close right but we were still trying to put the super sneak on him. And sure enough, the wind changed directions. I could feel it hit the back of my neck. And I thought, it's over. It mm-hmm. is over. And um, within two or three minutes, he had winded us and took off through the woods and sounded like a freight train <laughs> crashing through the through the trees. Did they blow going. like a deer does? I mean, they are a deer. Uh, yeah, I don't remember this one blowing as much as just, I mean, the bugle was so loud that it would just shake the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, I mean, and, and, and you crawling on the ground and you thought this thing's it's a beast i mean it's like a it's like a horse you mm-hmm. know um uh horses aren't quite that tasty though i've never ate one. Oh, they're good they're a horse <laughs> really i got a friend who ate some barbacoa in mexico and some I barba what? barbacoa uh, you know like a donkey in mexico I yeah. Mean, yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, haven't had, I haven't had a horse. But they're about the same size. That's right. And and you think, man, if this thing really wanted to, he'd come over the ridge and just trample us. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we didn't get trampled, but we didn't get to shoot him either. So we really we've we've hit a dry spell. Where where we go though is uh, is a lot of BLM land, and they graze uh, they free range cattle. I didn't know the Black Lives Movement was out that way. It's very small, really. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, some of them are red. <laughs> some of them are red lives. It's funny though because uh, Raymond's mules. And this, I, I shouldn't even say this, but it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. The red cows would not spook the mule, but if the mule saw a black cow, it went absolutely haywire. Really? Didn't like them. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I think it really thought it was maybe a bear, a small black calf. Right. Nah. Went just crazy. Huh. Didn't like it. Um, It'd be bad if you were on top of it. Yeah. Red lives matter too, though. So. <laughs> But they they're supposed to have all those cows out of the, out of the mountains by the time hunting season starts, and the majority of them are right. Uh, but there is a cowboy that runs up there that we we did get to meet and um, got to know him a little bit, and he runs he runs around up there during hunting season just trying to push strays out, which is kind of cool because he'll come by camp and go, hey, you know, I was up so and so, and and you know, I saw a couple a and bull or a cow. The problem is they don't the cows. Cattle cows and elk don't cohabitate. They go, the elk don't want anything to do with cattle because they realize where there's cattle, there's people. Right. Don't want nothing to do with them, so they won't they won't stick around. But um, I don't know. I'm we're I'm past due to go back. Um, when you and going? if nothing else, I just I just like going for the experience. Of being yeah, out there. it's beautiful out there. It really is. So um, we normally go every other year. Scotty um, Scotty sent me a text couple couple of months back i guess october um and from the trail you know and i'm like where are you at? are you are you seriously out there without me <laughs> he's like uh, yeah i'm like yeah well thanks for the invite you know <laughs> he's like it was really last minute man. did you make him mad or something i guess so i mean you don't, you don't call a guy for six weeks and he just forgets about you but i mean he uh he had some guys came by the store and it was really last minute they said hey we're going you want to go and I think he took his stepdaughter up there, and, and um, they didn't pack in. They stayed in Pocosa Springs and drove up to the top of the mountain and hiked in every day. And I don't I don't know if they killed anything or not. Oh, really? There's a lot of better places to go, but mm-hmm. it, we just kind of got stuck on that area because we got to know it, and, and it's pretty, and we like it there. Yeah, well, that's all that matters. So it's a camping trip with an elk tag, and if you mm-hmm. kill an elk, great. If you don't, then well, you had a good time. You know? could sing Rocky Mountain High. Yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Rocky Mountain Low, yeah, all of them. So, uh, so what's uh? So I gotta know, man. How did you get elected to the office of mayor? Well, a lot of people think that it was kind of like a, a king or a queen type thing. Like my dad was the mayor of Royal, but it he really inherited. It really was nothing like that at all. I, uh, uh, I guess ninety. Uh, seven. I started my campaign uh, for mayor of Royal, and yeah. uh, then finally it eclipsed. Like I lost the first time, and then in '01, I won, became mayor of Royal. Who's your opposition? Well, um, I really that that year I ran unopposed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So you only had to have one vote. You can vote yourself. I was right? the sober choice, Greg. 
the sober choice. <laughs> Oh, okay. Everybody's got to run on something. You yeah, know? yeah. Some of us run on fumes, and you run on the sober choice. <laughs> oh boy. So, so, um, how many people do you have working for you out there? Um, well, not very many during the winter. Uh, it's kind of our slow time, you know. Royal doesn't get to hopping until you know tourist season starts. <laughs> Royal Arkansas is the tourist destination, I must say. I must oh, like Washtenaw's beautiful out yeah, there. Uh-huh. That's, that's its big draw. I've got a real nice pond that draws a lot of people that aren't supposed I'm to be supposed trespassing to be there. on there. Yeah, we call that. <laughs> you know, if Royal had a police force, we could fix that. I know, I know. <laughs> and I tell everybody, if y'all have a problem with the Royal Police, let me know. I can get you out of any sort of trouble with them. We could call it the Royal Mounted Police. <laughs> Put everybody on horses. <laughs> oh. So you ran unopposed, and and I guess no one has ran against you since, right? No, Which I, means I you're think doing something right. That's right. I think that uh, a lot of people are a little intimidated by me. You know, I uh, I can't imagine. <laughs> not just on the pool table. Oh, uh, but just um, so would that be a tiebreaker? <laughs> Instead of a recount, you settle it over a pool table. We could. <laughs> okay. I mean, sometimes you got to take gambles in life, Greg. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> roll craps. Uh, sometimes it's pretty much cards. Life. Cards. We yeah. just played like high card for mayorship. Boy, that's really. <laughs> I mean, that's there's no skill in that at all. Is there? <laughs> That really is cutting it. That is. That's yeah. That's that's when man, when just get it over with. Yeah. Kind of deal, you know. Just, well, you know, you get to a point where, you know, being the mayor, it even wears on you a little bit. Yeah, I bet. Phone rings nonstop. People right. Complaining. People complaining about uh, water prices. That's the the <laughs> big thing that I get, and I don't have anything to do with that scam. I wish I did. Is it a scam? Well, I mean, they uh, uh, took this um, this bond out, and uh, most of the expense of the water prices go to pay the bond back. Well, there's not really a set timeline on when the bond's going to be over with. And... That's a scam, yeah, right? it sounds like a scam to me. I wish I could get on a deal like that. Yeah, boy, you're you're singing a song to my people because yeah. I was on a rampage about that not too long ago. This is like me, like me cutting your way. yard. I'm going to charge you, you know, a hundred dollars to to cut your yard, Greg. Twelve um, months out of the year, right? Twelve months out of the year, and then you're still going to pay that a hundred dollars no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because there's no sunset on that. <laughs> but yeah. that's, I feel a little funny about that, but uh, that's usually people's main complaint in Royal. But if you had nothing to do with it, then I mean... I mean, they can't really complain to me. No, well, they can complain. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's nothing you can do about it. I can be um, their punching bag, I guess. Tell them to kick rocks, man. I can't That's right, it. that's right. Yeah, I got, on a, I got on, a, on a tear about, you know, taxes not going away. They don't. No, they don't. They change. They change names. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a quote-unquote election, right. special election that, you know, about two-thirds. Like the last one they had with this water or this um, um, fire department for Lake Hamilton Fire Department. Uh-huh. I think there was like, I, 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 I'm probably wrong about the number, 
but at the last I saw, there were like 700 people voted. <laughs> I don't know how many people's in that in that district, in that fire district, but I would bet there's probably more than 700 people. Right, right. So maybe you ought to have a quorum before yeah. you know you can pass a tax that some you people should be able about. to. But people know, wanted the water. Deep. So Isn't it funny how that works, though. Yeah, they really want the water. Give me the water. Can't but they don't. The water. They, they don't want to have to pay for it for thirty-eight years, though. <laughs> for thirty-eight years. <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh. You pay for it forever. And the water, though, I think the water's pretty high. I mean, like uh, my buddy Keller, uh, it's. I think it's usually sixty-five to seventy dollars a month. For him, and that's no sewage. That's just water. This is water. Wow. Yeah, and that don't you think that's high? But I think only that's like twenty five of it's for the actual water bill. The rest of it's for that bond. <laughs> it never goes away. <laughs> Man, they got a rack going, don't they? Yeah, that's awesome. You know, what it's they say? been it brought be up. I've heard it's brought up to people a couple of times, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't really. I never have really seen a, a, a answer for it, but uh, there's. I don't know. You know, at this point, I'm not even really sure that there is a water bond out there. I think you're pulling my leg, aren't you? I no, I'm serious. It's that much, really. Mm-hmm. Where's it come from? Is it hot springs? Um, I would guess. I mean, they ran the line across the bridge. I see it when I'm diving. So it goes under the water. Mm-hmm. No, it goes. Oh, it goes on, on the, the bridge. bridge. Mm-hmm. Huh. Just like the one at 70. It goes under that. It goes under that, too. Yeah, that one leaks. Yeah. Sat on there with a patrol boat and got wet one day. And figured, That's coming out of that pipe up there. I'm assuming that the one that is like uh, teal colored is like fresh water, and the black one is the one that's the sewage going the other direction. Wow, I, mean, I don't think they could. They can't pump the sewage that far, can they? I don't know. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Well, actually, I think there's a there's a treatment plant over a on station. I think on yeah. little spots there's treatment stations. Well, that makes me feel better. I don't have to wonder what was falling out of that pipe right. in my head. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't green. I don't think I pissed on you that day, Greg. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so what else has been happening over on the royal side of town? It's not oh. spear fishing season yet. <clears throat> no, it doesn't start till June. It's kind of kind of the dark days of the year, but. Uh, uh, fishing's fixing to start up. Yeah, it's about to get good. Mm-hmm. Have you been fishing yet? Nope, sold my boat. Oh, did you? I did. I sold it a couple years ago. Just got, I don't know, I didn't use it. Huh. In the last three years I owned it, I used it three times, and I just decided, you know what, I just might as well sell it and let somebody else deal with it. Hmm. So, when I go, I, I call up Dad, and we right. pull the boat out, and we go to the lake, which normally happens when we're camping, and that's about it. Really? I don't miss it a whole lot. I burnt myself out on it really i fished for so many years i fished you know two weekends a month and uh about two nights every week during the spring summer and fall mm-hmm. and um i just got tired i you know, burn out on it and and um tournament fishing is rough yeah that's and that's what i was doing was tournament fishing and um you know into the end of the minor leagues um so to speak and it got to the point where i was trying to run a business and go out and practice and be gone, you know, on the weekends. And um, I had a friend tell me one time, he said, well, you know, I was complaining about, you know, I go out there and, and the whole time I'm out practicing, I'm worried about what's going on with the business. You know, he says, well, you know, if you're out there doing this, and he was, he's a very good fisherman and, and went way further into it than I did. 
But he said, you know, if you're out there and you feel like you need to be somewhere else, you you're probably right. do. You're right. You mm-hmm. need to be somewhere else because you're not doing yourself any favors. Right. And I figured at that point, well, okay, it's time to time to hang it up. So I hung it up, and I really don't miss it. Um, I told Scotty that we ought to um, we ought to pick a team trail and go fish it, but not pay an entry fee. Hmm. We can just go out there. You see how you do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go out there and, and uh, hang out with everybody at takeoff. Mm-hmm. You always draw boat number one that way. You leave before everybody else. You make everybody mad. <laughs> and then you go fish for the same amount of hours they do. And uh-huh. you just kind of keep track of your weight. You go to weigh in and you hang out with everybody. You watch the weigh in and you see if you bought or you see if you, you beat anybody. Right. But you didn't pay for the, the entry fee. So it doesn't matter. Right. We never won anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we fished so. some tournaments, like some smaller, like Tuesday night tournaments. Yeah. And uh, during that time period, we never did finish, and and you know uh, we never got paid anything anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we found out later on that somebody was cheating. Oh, I about witnessed a <laughs> killing out there one night over that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I had a guy that was <laughs> that was going to Washita and catching his fish, and he was keeping them in a burlap sack on Hamilton because mm-hmm. that's where the the tournaments were going on mm-hmm. and uh people from around here knows that you don't find really pretty green largemouth bass on lake hamilton because right. there's not a lot of grass to make them that color <laughs> and these fish were nice and green and um he made the mistake of pulling his burlap sacks out and emptying them in the bottom of the boat and leaving one in there oh really it had fish scales in it and um <laughs> and he uh he i don't they had a, a polygraph tester out there that night he got really nervous and uh matter of fact the guy he came up to me and he says hey uh, they're are they gonna polygraph i'm like oh apparently the guy's here you know and he went straight to the truck and started just i mean down in one beer after the next <laughs> like like does that, that help work. a polygraph i don't think so because <laughs> I, I think he failed huh um but yeah, they 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 finally figured out what was going on with him, and uh, b- before he could get out of the parking lot, there was about thirty other angry rednecks that was trying to kill him. <laughs> well, he probably deserved it. He I did, mean, cause people... of fact, man, I think they brought charges on the guy. Oh, really? I think they did. Yeah. Huh. Um, I don't. I don't recall. It's been a lot of years ago. But he was banned. He he was banned from. He's been blackballed, and he can't fish a tournament around here anymore. Yeah, there's a couple of them that mm-hmm. uh, are banned from tournaments. Uh, he he tried to fish a, a BFL tournament. <laughs> I had a friend that that we were we were at draw <laughs> uh, before the tournament, and my friend says, "Man, if I get drawn out with that guy, he said, I don't know what I'm going to do. I won't go." And sure enough, he drew out. I mean, you know, two hundred something people. He gets drawn out with a guy. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm not going. I'm going to go back here and talk to the tournament director. And he went back and talked to the tournament director and said, look, you guys don't understand. This guy has been, he has been found guilty of cheating Uh in tournaments. And I could go fish with him and we could legitimately win this tournament. But nobody is going to believe that it was legit because that guy's got such a bad reputation around here. Right. Can I get drawn with somebody else? And the answer was no. I mean, we don't have anybody to pair you up with. We got the same amount of anglers, the same amount of co-anglers. Sorry. Uh, you can forfeit if you want to, and we'll give you your entry feedback because we understand where you're coming from, but you just won't be able to fish the tournament. And he huh. did. He said, I won't do it. I'm not going to compromise. I won't fish with him. I figured he might have saved that uh, burlap sack for a sous vide. Uh, no. <laughs> no. There's a bunch of people wanted to tie him in the middle of it and throw a couple of rocks and sink him down there where he kept them fish, though. <laughs> nice but, addition to the brush pile. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so you you know you, in all your diving have you ever run across anything kind of odd and strange like that um well i you mean you don't dive on hamilton a lot and you can't see but. yeah well i dive hamilton some um boats yeah um you know there's a lot of boats that are sunk out there um i found a uh wallet yeah. One time uh, that had uh, $14 and uh, a package of zigzag rolling papers in it. Yeah. No no ID, no nothing. That was yeah. the only thing that was in there. 14 bucks. That was the alternate wallet. <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one you carry, uh, you know, just, just for your, yeah, because you don't want to keep, you don't want to keep an ID in that one. Right. It was out, out in a, a submerged hump out from Mountain Harbor out in the open water. Kind of weird. Could you salvage the rolling papers? Uh, no, they were they were dust. They were yeah. Would you salvage fourteen bucks? Uh, yeah, I dropped tank air. I dropped it out. To. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I always thought that diving these bridges would be kind of fun. It is. It's you go down there and look for stuff that people stole and threw over the side. Well, yeah, but usually none of the stuff you find is any good. I mean, that's nah, all right. There's uh, like a on uh, two seventy uh, bridge. There's a mangled pile of um bicycles that's one strange thing that's down like more there. than one bicycle oh like 40 or 50 <laughs> so like they had a big bicycle <laughs> pile up on the bridge and decided screw it just chuck them on the side yeah, i guess it was like that but uh wow i didn't see any uh skeletons in biker pants or anything there so they're stolen bicycles that they did over the side. <laughs> money and stealing a bicycle? I don't think. Do that? I don't think. Look, I had is. a buddy that had a, an end cap off of his Nerf bar stolen off of his Dodge pickup truck <laughs> yesterday. It's getting tough. It's. I mean, you know, they're thirteen bucks on eBay. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if you're driving a Dodge Ram truck that has that Nerf bar on it, which is an OEM part, mm-hmm. you probably got thirteen bucks that you can go buy one from. Probably, eBay. you would say. And you can see this. You can see the shoe marks where they where the dude kicked it off the end <laughs> it's bad i mean you can't even you can't have anything anymore that's ridiculous <laughs> one of the scariest things i saw there on the um pillars uh i got up to the base of it and was slipping up over the edge and uh i came face to face with a big cotton mouth really and uh i backed off the edge of the pylon and brought my gun up and uh Put it right to that thing, to the snake, and he was dead. Somebody had thrown that snake, and he had floated <laughs> down and, and laid right on top of that oh, pylon in that cold water. How deep were you? Oh, 22 or so. That was on 270 Bridge? Yeah, well, and that water's the cold have, yeah, there. Yeah, you think that the current would have pushed him off. You would think. Man, that would be a bad deal, just <laughs> swimming around on the bottom with a cottonmouth fall on you. <laughs> <laughs> man, and nothing would sit down and tank of air quicker than tangling up with a cotton mouth at 25 feet deep. <laughs> so, yeah, I gave up diving. How come? Uh, my dive partner moved. Jaybird. Jay yeah. Pierce. He went to Fayetteville, didn't he? he went to, he's back in Hot Springs now, from what I hear. I talked to him on the phone a little while back. <clears throat> but, um, man, I think I think Jay's had, he's had some knee surgeries and some back surgeries and uh, last I heard, he sold all his dive gear to his little brother, and oh, Justin really? dives all the time, from what I hear. Huh. Um, but yeah, he, uh, man, I don't know. I, you know, he and I dove a bunch there for a handful of summers. I mean, right. if we weren't, uh, there was a couple of summers went by. I think I breathed more air out of a tank than I did out of the 
match or later. <laughs> but um, it's fun. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Just I don't know. I, interest changed, I guess. Mm-hmm. I always enjoyed it. Um, went to uh, Cosmel. We went down there. Though that'll ruin you. Yeah, it's that's pretty down there. That's a whole different, a whole whole different realm. We were down at like 120 feet, and it was still like crystal clear. Warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it was warm. It was warm and crystal clear. You could look up, and if there was a smiley face on the bottom of the boat at 120 feet, mm-hmm. you could have seen it. It was yeah. crazy. It was very beautiful. Um, there was some drift dives that we did where they would drop you off at, at the end of a reef, and the boat would run down, and you would just you didn't have to swim, you swim. didn't have to kick, you just drift down the side of the reef. And we drifted past a guy that uh, the dive masters will take cut bait and they'll lure these moray eels out of their hole. Right. And this uh, this guy had um, had gotten tangled up with a moray eel and it had swam through his BC <laughs> and it was, had gone through the bottom <clears throat> and up through the top and it, and he didn't know what he was just kind of drifting with his arms up. And that moray eel was looking at him like right in the mask, you know. <laughs> they were trying to get the eel separated from the guy without uh, the eel biting him. And tried to bait him out with some fish. They finally got it. Yeah, they huh. finally got him out with a fish, and he went right into the hole. And uh, in the dive master will say, oh, they won't bite you. I'm like, yeah, well, well they got big teeth. I mean, I'm, he's like, well, don't stick your finger in the holes. They won't bite you because they don't yeah, see very well. I know a girl that had big teeth. She'd bite you. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> she ugly? You know, I like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about big teeth. You know, you think, oh, maybe she's not. I mean, uh, man, that's that Willie Nelson song, right? <laughs> ten, I went to bed with a two. No, no, no. Wait a minute. I'm backwards. At two, I went to bed with a ten. At ten, I woke up with a two. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, big tooth woman. There's a country song, Big Tooth Woman. <laughs> we could ride it. We'll ride it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big tooth woman. <laughs> so what else has happened? So you got a side gig. I mean, so so I mean, I, I don't know if if the mayor's offices are not real busy in the wintertime, We know that lawn care is not real busy in the wintertime. right? So uh, why, why do you pick two professions that you're busy in the summer and got nothing to do in the winter, and you like to dive? Well, I can like doing nothing, you know, in the winter. That's all right. That works too. <laughs> hunting, there's hunting That's season. True. Yeah, yeah. Forget about that. I'm uh, and I like that a lot. And uh, I spend, I go to Texas, uh, yeah. hunt down there for pigs. And well, we got uh, enough of them here. You wouldn't have to go far. Well, I mean, not like you do down there. Though. Uh, they're overrun with them down there. Mm-hmm. Do they eat the same? Oh, they're delicious. Are they better than like store bought pork? Well, they're not as fatty. Yeah. Uh, they're probably a lot better for you because I, I feel I feel like a lot of that bad stuff is fed to them and uh, yeah. added in instead of just uh, like a wild pig doesn't get that out in the out in the uh, range. I'm thoroughly convinced that's the reason I have man boobs. Yeah, it's the hormones in the beef is giving me boobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would imagine well any kind of wild game is going to be better for you. Right, mm-hmm. uh, generally, I think um, than store bought, but I always wondered if the you know, I mean, I guess a pig is a pig. It really, you know, <laughs> it's it's all got a kind of it's, taste. It's tasty, the same. But I've never had wild. You never pig. have, never have. Well, you should tell me I brought no. you some. I uh, wouldn't know how to cook it. Just, just like, like you, you do a store bought like pig. Just like you would a store bought. <laughs> 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 yeah, I got, you know, I got friends that go to the north side of Lake Washtenaw where they're overrun with them. Yeah, I've heard but, that. I've never seen one over there, though. 
No, I've never actually seen, even in, in all of my years of deer hunting, I've never actually run across one. I've seen where they were. Boy, they will flat tear up the ground. Oh, yeah. Um, got some pictures of them in yeah. there. See where they were. Food plots. They really do damage to them. I bet. And I've heard them come through. We were down hunting in Camden, down south of Arkansas, and sitting on a stand. And, um, man, I heard, I, I didn't know it at the time. I, hell, I mm-hmm. thought it was Bigfoot, man. I mean, it come through and made all kinds of racket and noise and then within a few minutes it was gone and it was quiet again and come to find out it was a herd i guess is it a herd is that what you call a bunch yeah, of pigs? i think a so herd? a herd of pigs herd of pigs um yeah i don't know what that is a herd <laughs> herd don't sound right it's not a covey no not a covey uh, <laughs> school a school them no, it's a, a school. There was a school of pigs. Anyway, there was a bunch of them that come through, man, tore up the ground. Oh, yeah. Made a lot of noise when they were coming through. Mm-hmm. I was glad it wasn't Bigfoot. But, yeah. Although yeah. I partied with Bigfoot before. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Picture didn't happen. Out in Royal. <laughs> Everything happens in Royal. That's a cool place, man. It's, it's a place all of its own. Do you have a house out there or do you live out in the woods? Uh, I think he just lives out in the out in the woods. He uh, he ran off when he saw me though. <laughs> he didn't want nothing to do. <laughs> That's that shoot policy, right? Shoot to kill policy. I was deer hunting and I had him in a scope, but I didn't shoot. Yeah, <laughs> lucky him. I wonder if they eat good. I don't know. I'm sure they'd be tasty. I don't know. Wrapped in bacon. Well, I mean, you can eat anything with bacon. Though. <laughs> You can almost eat liver with bacon. <laughs> yeah, almost. I don't do liver. Yeah, me neither. I'm um I'm a gizzard man. Oh man, I don't do gizzards either. <laughs> no. What about you? Like giblet gravy? No. Is that too? Is that Maybe. too much? Yeah. No, man. You might need to live a little, Greg. Giblets are leftovers. <laughs> I don't want leftover gravy. <laughs> no man what I'm, about a deer heart do you eat a deer heart no hell no really why, no why would you do that well, i mean it's uh it's good yeah i'll take your word for it i don't like to waste anything either if, if i kill it i like to eat it other uh, than I, I even gave up killing possums you don't eat possums so you no, quit killing so them? i quit killing them i've never ate a possum either yeah here they're greasy yeah i've eaten coon the coon yeah. supper downtown i had that one time so yeah i saw some pictures here not too long ago where they mm-hmm. were cleaning them things like hundreds of them on a table right yeah they don't look right with their skin taken off no no nothing does really though that's true a bear kind of <laughs> looks like a human yeah. that's kind of freaky man you see a skinned bear and like that's a dude somebody's done skin a dude but uh yeah man i don't know so I'm, what does coon taste like chicken um it's kind of stringy stringy but it wasn't it wasn't bad i mean but it wasn't just like i don't lay awake at night and think about eating coon (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh that could take a left turn really really fast (laughs) no i don't eat it well i mean being that you've uh never eaten it i would i would yeah. go ahead and, and figure yeah. that you would think that no way. no no never never <laughs> now tonight may be a different story i may lay awake and go, i wonder what that coon yeah. tastes like <laughs> coon wrapped in bacon well mm. so okay we're, we're we're i mean we can make it we can make it work with bacon <laughs> but you don't like pork chops though 
Mm. I'm not a pork chop guy. You're not a pork no, chop no, guy. No. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about like a if you go get a barbecue sandwich? Is it chopped beef? No, not necessarily. I Sliced. Do like, I like pulled pork. Oh, you like pulled pork? I like okay. pulled pork. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and if if I'm gonna do beef, it's normally chopped. Hmm. Yeah, sliced. I don't have to do all that kind of chewing. Really? That's not worth it. Hmm. I got but, my I got my wisdom teeth cut out last week. So yeah, I heard about that. I think a little bit more about what I eat these days, and still uh, tender. Yeah, and then just kind of food gets hung up back there. Yeah, they told me when and when I was uh like see nineteen ninety or ninety one, I was like sixteen. Mm-hmm. Said, well, you got to have your wisdom teeth taken out. And I said, well, why? They're not hurting. They're like, well, they're going to one of these days. Mm-hmm. Well, here I am at 44, still got them. It hmm. bothered me. Somebody was trying to get in Mama's left hip pocket, I think. Yeah. Cut that check. Because <laughs> I, still, I still got them. They, they don't give me any trouble. But I do have these little pockets back there that you got to you know, end up having to watch. Yeah. Flush them out. Yeah, yeah. Got a water pick? No, but I don't eat coons, so it doesn't get stringy yeah. and get packed in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's it's kind of a good thing too if you're hungry later on you've got some coon oh, meat back there in yeah, storage no. say i don't like coon the first time i'm sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure i wouldn't like it the second go around either <laughs> so what's on the horizon for uh stewart means stewart means business um, so what's 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 coming up what's what's going on well, I mean, striper season's upon us. Yeah. Uh, probably going to go and fish some stripers up at the South Fork. Yeah. Throw, throw some minnows. Uh, yeah. I put them on planer boards, and yeah. uh, I'll run usually six rods out of my boat and uh, drag those around. You ever get one that just wraps all the other five up? Oh, yeah. I've had, like, a fish get on yeah. and uh, wreak havoc. Of course, you try to fight them. You can kind of keep them in the quadrant that they need to be. But then there's always one, a big one Mind sometimes. Mind of his own, just goes where he wants right. to. Right, and a lot of times that's around all the other rods. Of course. Um, striper fishermen got kind of a uh, a bad, <laughs> or the striper guys got kind of a bad deal over this Arkansas game and fish, uh, the bait law. Have you heard about that? So I don't know anything about it. What's up? Well, they... Uh, um, proposed a deal that uh, eliminated uh, the guides from using bait unless it comes from the actual body of water that they're fishing. So you can't go to below Hamilton and catch shad and then take it to Washita. Nope, fishing. you can't go to uh, the Arkansas River and uh, uh, catch shad and fish with it. And uh, so it's only got to be purchased from a licensed bait dealer. So, can you still go catch shad and fish? You just have to use them on the same lake that you caught them from? Right. You'd have to, if you're fishing Lake Washita, you'd have to catch the bait in Lake Washita. So, how do they know? Well, they supposedly can do a DNA test. Oh, that. my gosh. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> This is like an episode of CSI on shad. <laughs> right. But, uh, they're Is going- this really a problem? I guess they think they're going to bring an invasive species into the lake is the reason they did they it. They did. They brought stripers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an inv- it's, not, and it's not a natural fish for that lake. So you're going to legislate a non-native species on a lake that's full of non-native species. Yeah, well, they're just selective on which ones they get to go there. Don't get me started. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I got a buddy that's, that's, that's a retired biologist for Game and Fish. So I'm going to have to get him on here because I got to find out about this. Yeah, well, it's it's really it's it's going to shut the guides down basically because. Um, well, is that the intent? I mean, there's normally there's there's normally a motive. I think. I don't know. I hate to say there's an intent to shut them down, but um, I mean it's really kind of shitty. I mean it's it's going to shut them down though, whether there was that intent or not. Well, I mean, yeah, you can't really. I mean, there's not a good place to go on Washita to net for shad. Oh, I know. You kind of you have to go below the dams, right? I mean, to do it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess it would. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they can start using artificials and i mean there's gonna be certain times that you can catch stripers yeah, on artificial red fins right and, you know, and minas you know you can use minas uh if they're purchased from a licensed bait dealer <laughs> so that was gonna be my next question <laughs> you have so i'm thinking that maybe like a bait dealer had a is, lobbyist that got this, this going boggling yeah this is mm-hmm. there there's the devil's in the money right oh so, yeah so this is mind-boggling to me that if you buy them from a bait dealer, that trumps everything. That's okay. Right. But you can't go catch your own. You're, they're making too much money. That's what it boils down to. I don't, I don't know. It's just kind of a... Or that somehow there's a tax on live bait that Game and Fish gets to further that. Well, you'd have... This is purely speculation. Yeah. I'm just grabbing it straw, You'd have to it? talk to them about the uh, reasoning behind it, but... Uh, and the mayor's office has no pull there either. No. I would. I just think it's a bad deal for the striper guides, It though. is a bad deal. That's And it goes into effect ridiculous. goes into effect in August or October this year. So, so we're... Yeah, I'll have to get a guest on that's a, uh, that's a striper guide. I do have a friend that, um, that I camp with uh, and play cards with the, mm-hmm. he's retired now but he if i'm not mistaken he was like the chief black bass biologist for game and fish for this part so. oh really yeah really really well, neat they, guy, really intelligent dude but, I, tell, I tell you some of the decisions they've made with the black bass over the years yeah uh, that was not killing all the grass was uh that hurt uh, a really um hard blow to the total population of fish in the lake i felt just from seeing it underwater yeah uh, i mean the yeah. the thing about that is it made brush piles great but it eliminated about 90 percent of the structure that the fish grew up in too right but it's coming back finally it's coming back i don't I, it, you know i remember when i was a kid that if you could find a patch of of, of vegetation that was the size of this building we're in which is like a 12 by 24 you didn't tell nobody about it because you'd had a gold mine. Right. And then I remember a period of time that if you could find a place that didn't have a patch this size, <laughs> well, let's go fish that for a while, you know? Because it did get a little out of hand. It got, yeah. I mean, if you're a pleasure boater, if you want to swim, then mm-hmm. you had problems with it. And it was everywhere on that lake. But uh, it was either an all or nothing. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like they could control it to the point of, you know, we can make everybody happy. We've either got to have the lakes full of it or the lake doesn't have any. Any, right. And it, um, they eradicated it pretty much. I saw it where it was apparently the fly that they introduced uh, made a larva yeah. that ate the, uh, the stem of the uh, aquatic vegetation all the way down into the ground. You could see little holes yeah. where it ate it all the way into the ground. The Pakistani flies? Was that yeah, what I think it was. Damn Pakistanis. 
<laughs> they send us cheap knives. Yeah, bad yeah, flies. Bad flies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh. terrorists. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, yeah. So that's a that's a bad deal for for that. I that's that's just a. I don't know. It, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, some of the laws that they they have. You know, I don't think that they think think about them all the way through and the effect it's going to have on people. Uh, or they have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they can go both ways. Uh, um, you would think that the Game and Fish, though, would want to please everybody. You would think so. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, if people aren't actually out there fishing for them and spending mm-hmm. money to fish for them, then, then their job kind of goes away. Right. Um I don't know. I, that's, I have to. I have to. And I, I think and I'm that sure lake Don is, doesn't know anything about it, but I'll ask him. I think knows. that the lake, you know, they want to um, really, you know, the main thing they're wanting to take care of on Washtenaw is the black bass. But I mean, well, that's what they said. But then there for a while, they didn't do anything for the black bass right? population. Right. They did as much to hurt it as help it. I think. Yeah, the grass thing was a terrible deal for it, and. Um, but really, if you think about the striper fishermen in competition with the black bass, it's not really the same water they're fishing. I mean, no. other than the skirts of points is the only place right. you know striper fishermen are. And you know, you used to hear people say they they would talk about you know, well, stripers eat everything that swims. Mm-hmm. They eat largemouth fry, and well, I mean, I've seen largemouth eat their own fry. Right, they will. They'll yeah. eat anything too. It's an opportunist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah, easy meal. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I get it. Right, except with um, coons. Yeah, well, and gizzards. Yeah, but I would have to. I would. I would have to go kill a coon. <laughs> You can't I bet there's one around here. Yeah, oh yeah, man. The dog goes nuts at night. I know that's what he's barking at. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not hungry enough to be opportunistic on a raccoon. Right. No. No deer either. You're not deer hunting? Man, I didn't go to my lease one time this year. Really? No, I didn't have time. Well, I lied. I did have time, but I didn't want to go out there in Bermuda shorts and flip-flops because it didn't get it cold. It was a hot season. So I don't want to go out there and have to worry about stepping on snakes, mm-hmm. swatting mosquitoes off of me. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. So for the first time, my deer hunting has decreased over time. The last two or three years, um, I think three years ago, I sat out there and I counted 76 deer all season long. And I'm, I'm sure some of them were the same deer I was seeing over and over and over. Right. And uh, but I never really found one that I thought, well, yeah, that's the one, mm-hmm. you know. And um, it's good to see that many though. It was we had a we had a big population that year, and uh, and I enjoyed watching them. I pulled the trigger on one that was an impossible shot. He was hmm. way out there through a clear cut, and uh, I and he was moving. So I thought, eh, I'm going to try that one, and if I hit him, I earned it. Mm-hmm. But I took the scope off my rifles too. Oh really? Yeah. Why? To make it more interesting, huh? I don't have to put up with the work. If I, I mean, you know, I mean, you can. I mean, yeah, anymore with a scope. I mean, you know, if you can, if you can see him, you uh-huh. know, and you're decent, you know, you can kill it, right? Well, so I thought, nah, you know what? I don't have a lot of room in the freezer. Uh-huh. I don't. I like eating them. I, mean, I don't have yeah. a problem eating them. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a lot of room in the freezer. You've been watching a lot of riflemen, and uh, no, not lately, huh? But I became a purist. Yeah. I hadn't gone back to the spear yet. But, yeah. Uh, it won't be long, probably. <laughs> maybe not. But, <laughs> but I did. I, take, I, I hunt 
on my lease, I hunt with a 30 30 because I just don't have much opportunity for a long, long shot that would require a 7 mag or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I took the scope off my 30 30. Hmm. And I don't have to worry about beating it against the door frame of the Jeep when I get in and out either, right? right. It's easier to carry around. <laughs> uh, and uh, and that's so that's that's kind of the deal. I thought, well, you know, we'll make it interesting. And if, if I can shoot one, you know, moving through a clear cut at 100 plus yards with iron sights, I earned it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll put some sport back into it, you know. <laughs> and uh, and no, I didn't. I didn't. He was moving. But after he heard the first boom, he was moving even faster. So <laughs> follow up shots weren't really that accurate. <laughs> but he was a good deer. He, he was a huh. pretty good sized deer. Where's and, your lease uh, at? Yeah, we we're down there by um, go to Glenwood and turn left, hmm. and we're down behind Center Point School. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. we're between uh, kind of between Amity and and um, Kirby. Hmm. Yeah, we started out with a whole bunch of acreage, and then uh, Warehouser and IP sells off a little bit every year. But I think we're still like I don't know, sixty five hundred acres or something hmm. like that. Last I heard, and uh, and there's only a hundred of us. And hmm. out of that hundred, there's I would venture to say half that that never show up. Hmm. They just, I guess they want access to it, but don't really want to hunt. Right. That's, and, uh, that's good members to have. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's you know I hunt with Scotty. And uh, we go down there and have a good time. And Brian Peden, you remember Brian? Mm-hmm. So we all go down there and and, uh, and hunt and hang out and have a good time. And um, yeah, if if I if I shoot something great, if I don't, then I hadn't really got my feelings hurt. Right. You pull a uh, camper down there? No, I drive every day. Just drive, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, I got I bought a fifth wheel that won't fit in my yard, so I have to <laughs> I have to park it somewhere else. You know, when you go and look at them on a lot. They don't. They're sitting out there with their buddies, and they all they don't look that big. Right. So I picked that one out. I'm like, that's the one I want right there. And hooked onto it, and <laughs> got going down the road, and thought, well, crap, this thing's as long as a semi trailer almost. <laughs> I thought How, it was what 30, was length on it? 42, 42, 42? I thought it was thirty seven. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you buy a TR twenty one, it's a twenty one foot boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a three seventy FL doesn't mean it's thirty seven feet. It's more than forty two, <laughs> and I can't get it in my yard. <laughs> So I have to park it over to Buddy's house, and in the uh, little area that we that we camp at at our lease, Scotty swears up and down. Oh, if you're the first one in there and the last one out, you can get it in there. Uh huh. I don't think so. <laughs> I just don't think I can get a 42 foot camper down at the end of that the cul-de-sac. But, oh uh, no, I don't. So I drive down there every now and then. If um, you know, if it's late and Scotty's got room, I might crash out with him or Brian. Um. But they got really tiny campers, and I think they do that for reasons because they don't want anybody staying there. <laughs> <laughs> they want it quiet. Apparently, I oh, smoke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've woke myself up before blaming on the dog. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I don't snore. <laughs> Karina swears up now. I snore. <laughs> I got a CPAP machine. I don't snore do much they anymore. Work? Oh yeah. Do they make you feel better when you wake up? Yes. Do Are make- you tired all the time? Well, yeah, you probably need to. You might need to go to a sleep study. No, but I don't snore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ought to go see if you do. Yeah, ignorance <laughs> is bliss. Yeah. It can't be comfortable, man. It's like wearing a fighter pilot's mask. At oh, night. well, I mean, if you're dreaming about uh, like you and if you're Goose and Maverick and, and that your big top tooth, in that your big top woman, yeah, your top top gunning. <laughs> 
I've heard good things about them, but I don't see that they're very comfortable to wear. I guess no, I wouldn't. I, that wasn't that wouldn't be the forte of it. But as far as making you feel better, yeah, it did me. I was going to sleep on my mower. I was driving the boat and going to sleep. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Not as bad as on the mower, though. <laughs> yeah, on a hill, like next to the lake. Yeah, that gets exciting quick, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, wake up when you feel the splash. Oh, um, yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't, I don't. Uh, I've heard. I'm, I've got other people that I know that that wear them and swear up and down by mm-hmm, them. Yeah, that's they're a good. slippery slope, man. You start with that, and then what's going to be next? Well, I don't know. I hadn't reached that point Rubber yet. Rubber sheets. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't piss myself that much these days. <laughs> uh, not with a CPAP machine. <laughs> Everybody uh, says that I sound like Darth Vader, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mm. so, um, all right, so... Well, we've known each other for, what, 20, 20 years at least. Yeah. What do I not know about Stuart Means? Um, well, there's several things. Uh, let me see. It's a good story that I don't know. Tell me a story. Hell, it don't even have to be Tell true. Us. I don't care. Okay, well, I'm sure I can make at least something up. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to have a true one. Okay. Uh, True's always I've right. had several life events that have changed me, I guess. I tell you about almost shooting a guy one time. Nope. <laughs> but I have heard that Royal has a shoot to kill policy. Well, this was actually in Fayetteville. This was back really? in the day. Remember when I went to, yeah. to college? Yeah, and, and you kept the you kept the couch out there on the street corner, right? Yeah, for games. <laughs> so uh, Fayetteville doesn't have a shoot to kill policy. No, no, but out in the mountains, I think it's shoot to kill out there. Is it? Yeah. It's still kind of wild up there. Huh? Uh, yeah, out, in the, out, out there, there's some crazy shit that goes on out so there. So how in the world did you almost shoot a guy in the mountains of Fayetteville? Well, my roommate that we had picked up along the way, he... Uh, he picked up a roommate <laughs> along the way. Like, this is the first night <laughs> he was your roommate? No, this was probably about three or four months into his stay at the house there. <laughs> um, he... I, he kind of came from, a, I would say, a rough family, and uh, his mom was a little bit rough, and uh, she had a boyfriend that apparently kidnapped her and, <laughs> and and took her out to this cabin out in the mountains out there uh, south of Fayetteville. Wow. And uh, so one Saturday, Kevin was his name. He said, Stuart, I think he's got my mom out there, and uh, so... I grabbed my twenty two and I said, Well, let's go out there and see if we can't get her. <laughs> With a twenty-two. <laughs> well, well, we pull up out there and she's there. And uh, um he Kevin was talking to her and said, Do you want to go? And she's like, Yes, I wanna go. And so we're like, Well, get in the car. So we we got in the car and we were fixing to take off any uh, the guy that had her, the uh, kidnapper, he had a big rock. And uh, he comes walking up to the side of the car like he's going to throw it through the windshield. <laughs> and so I just took my twenty two <laughs> and pointed it at him. And I shook my head no. And uh, <laughs> he dropped the rock and away we went. 
That was that. So if he'd have thrown a rock, would you have shot him? Eh, I'd probably lit up the sky at least. It would have been a bad deal to shoot him, I guess. Well, yeah. There's a lot of paperwork. Right. That's bizarre. <laughs> so she so was her boyfriend. I think at one point it was. And he kidnapped her and took her to a cabin in the woods. Yeah. They made a movie about this, didn't they? I think Tom Petty wrote a song about it. Did he? Yeah. Cabin Down Below. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Wow. That's, that is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I've kicked in a lot of doors in my time, but I haven't really come close to having to shoot somebody. Yeah, it was kind of... It was nerve-wracking. I'm fun. Let me see, I'm trying to think of other times if I pulled my gun. Uh, I've pointed guns at a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, but I've A lot of people really, need it. Yeah, yeah. And there's been a few that probably needed the, the boom at the end of right. it. Right. You know, hey, you got to have... I mean, sometimes you got to get somebody's attention. Yeah, well, you know, normally normally when when the door flies open and there's uh-huh. about seven guys that run in with, <laughs> with guns pointed at them, it gets their attention. Yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had them try to cl- crawl up the side of the wall. You know, you can't go no further than the corner, man. <laughs> you can, you, if you can Spider-Man it to the ceiling, I'll be surprised, but we've had them try. Huh. Yeah, but no, I don't. Uh, there's been a couple of, now I take that back. There was one, there was, a, there was a raid I went on one time that I really thought that was going to wind up. One of us was going to have to shoot this guy. He became a barricaded subject and we, we knew he'd had a gun earlier and, um, and he was behind the door, wouldn't come out. And we could hear him messing with something that that if your if your imagination ran away with you, you could you could make it out to be the slide of a gun racking, you know. Right. And I thought, and we we all thought this is, you know, he's been arrested more than once. He swears up and down he ain't going back to jail, which is. Did, he, did he say something like, bad "You're never going to take me alive, coppers"? Almost. Really. <laughs> <laughs> No, he didn't say coppers. He used some four-letter adjectives. Oh, really? Yeah, and he said, I'm not going back to jail. Mm-hmm. And normally when they say they're not going back to jail, they're pretty serious about it. Right. And when we say that you are, then we're pretty serious about it. hmm Somebody's got to give. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, the uh, we stayed in there with him for a long time until we were absolutely just just totally wore out, tired, trying to talk him out. So we rolled out in the, in the, the city went in, and uh, they got tired of dealing with him, so they sent a couple of gas canisters through the back window. And when you can't breathe, it changes your mind pretty quick. Right. That and the dog, they sent the dog in, which chewed him up pretty good, and he, he did finally decided, okay, I'll go back to jail then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably the closest, but we, we honestly figured at some point... He was going to start shooting holes through the door, and we was going to have to do something. Return fire. Yeah, and that's not a real comfortable position to be in. Nah, I mean, I really don't want to kill anybody. No, no, me either. I mean, that's, in all serious, that's that's be really... I don't, I don't think that there's a whole lot that could be much worse than having to do that. Right. Some people, no. Nah, eh. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. Some people deserve it. Yeah, I mean, if you you do stupid enough stuff, then you get you deserve what you got coming to you. But you feel bad for the person that actually has to do it. Right. Um, that's it's just not a it, it's not a taking another life can't be a can't be a good thing even if it was justified through the law or through you know your self preservation. It's still not 
you know, bad it's deal. gonna you're gonna think about it for the rest of your life too, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, even you know, you can justify it all day long, but at the same, at the same time. People that I know that have had to do it, they, you know, they say, there's not a day goes by you don't think about that name or that face or right that person's family or, you know, so it's eh, not a, wouldn't be a fun thing to have to deal with. Yeah, like in uh, Unforgiven, he said, when you kill a man, it takes, takes away everything that he ever was and everything he ever will be. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty final. So, um, so... All right, so uh, so that's a story I didn't know about Stu. Mm-hmm. Joke. Got to have a joke. You always got a joke. I've got a joke. Um, there was a guy, and he comes home from work. And uh, he says, baby, I've got some bad news. And uh, she says, what is it? And uh, he says, well, I lost my job today. And uh, I've done the math, and the only way we can make it is you're going to have to start prostituting. <laughs> She goes, oh, no, I've never done anything like that before. <laughs> and he goes, well, I know. Uh, he says, but uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you out tonight, and uh, uh, I'm going to wait across the street on the other corner. And if you have any questions, you can just come ask me. <laughs> so anyway, he goes, good on, go upstairs and get a swanky outfit on. So she goes and gets something on, and he goes and puts her out. Well, pretty soon after that, a guy pulls up and he says, hey, baby, how much? And uh, she goes, just a second. So <laughs> she goes across the street. She goes, the guy wants to know how much. And he says, well, tell tell him $100. So she goes across and tells him $100. And he goes, oh, that's too much. And uh, she, uh, he says, well, how much for oral sex? And uh she goes, just a second. So she goes across the street and tells him, uh, goes, he wants oral sex. And he, she, he goes, how much for that? And uh, he says, tell him $50. So anyway, she goes back across and tells him $50. He goes, oh, that's too much. And she goes, well, how much do you have? And he says, I've got $20. And uh, he goes, what can I get for that? And she goes, just a second. So she goes across the uh, street there and talks to her husband again. And uh, uh, she says, he, he, he's got $20. What can he get for that? And um, so he says, well, tell him a hand job. <laughs> so she goes, he goes, she goes back across the street and tells him. He goes, that sounds great. So she gets in the car with him. Well, unzips his pants and gets to fooling around down there. Well, it grows and it grows and it grows and uh, she goes just a second so she gets out of the car and goes across the street and uh, the husband's like what is it now and uh, she goes honey is there any way we can loan this guy $80 <laughs> So, so the dude had 20 bucks and pretty well in doubt. She might have just jumped ship and took off with him because at least he yeah, had 20 bucks. Yeah, might have. Wow. That's pretty good one. I never even close to that one. Oh. Is that going to hurt re-election? Uh, probably not. Everybody no. knows my love of dirty jokes. Okay. I didn't know. When's the next election year? I guess it'll be coming up uh, next year. Do you have to live in rural to vote? Uh, yes. Oh, you do. Uh-huh. Do you do you allow dead people to vote? Sometimes. 
Hey, whatever, whatever it takes. Can you be Republican or independent and still be dead and vote? Yeah, probably. I don't see why not. I can figure this out. (laughs) If you need a tiebreaker, we won't do the cut the card thing. I'll just come up with some dead dude and we'll vote. (laughs) Oh man! All right, so I got uh, I got ten questions for you. Okay. All right. So go uh, go ahead, caller. This. So this questionnaire was invented by a uh, French uh, television show host by the name of Bernard Pivot. It was made famous by James Lipton on Inside the Actor Studio. Asked the same ten questions to every guest, and um, and their responses are generally pretty pretty interesting. Um, so, <clears throat> Stuart Means, what is your favorite word? Favorite word. Um, I like shit a lot. Well, that totally screws up question number five. Yes. Okay. Hey, we'll go for it. All right. So, okay. so good. Okay. So, what's your least favorite word? Um, least favorite word. Mm, I'm not a big fan of douche. I don't like hearing that word. It's, it's just the word. You don't like the word. Yeah, I don't like the word. Okay, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, I guess I feel most spiritual when I'm out out on Washita in the sunshine out that's, there. That's a pretty good one. I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. What turns you off? Um, mean people. Yeah. Uh, people that are hateful and disrespectful. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I get enough of that. I got a no asshole policy. <laughs> I don't deal with them because you can you can say anything you need to say and get your point across, but you don't have to be an asshole. Right? Man. I mean, there's no reason. There's no reason to be you, that way. You should treat everybody like you want to be treated. Yeah, some people just want to be treated like an asshole. <laughs> I'm thoroughly convinced that's the only that's the well, only. Some answer. people deserve it, right? All right. So now that uh, now that question number one has really kind of tainted question number five. <laughs> I'm going to ask it anyway. What's your favorite curse word? Uh, uh, I think I'm going to go with shit. One. Shit on this one. <laughs> All right. Let's shit on number five, Greg. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, what sound or noise do you love? Um, I like hearing a hawk screech. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hawk. It has to be a hawk. Yeah, well, a hawk or an eagle. I like I like both of those. Uh, I like hearing like my bubbles when I'm dropping. Like when you first switch to underwater, yeah, and you take that first breath out, that kind of plume as it comes out. I like that sound too because that means I'm fixing to have a good time. You know, that's kind of yeah, that's a pretty interesting sound too. Mm-hmm. That's not a sound a lot of people hear. No, only only divers. Yeah. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Um. I don't like highway noise. <laughs> like all that mess. Yeah, there. I don't. Yeah, I uh, I'm glad I live in the middle of nowhere and I don't have to listen. I mean, I can hear a little bit of it off in the distance, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't have to to listen to that all the time. Sirens. Oh, don't I don't like. Started. I don't like any of that. Yeah, I'm sure the listeners will hear some of this in the background. <laughs> that hardly just a minute ago. They'll, they'll hear. They'll that. hear that. Yeah, I can. I can edit out a lot of the background noise, but mm-hmm. there are just some things you just can't get away from. We haven't heard any Jake breaks yet, but right. they're coming. Or they, you hear them, they've got those little the noisemakers on the side of the road when they run off. Those yeah, are noisy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that happens about every third car. Because <laughs> nobody can stay off of them. 
<laughs> I got a friend that swears up and down that if you're going to text and drive, then you put the right tires on the rumble strip and text. And then when you don't hear the rumble, it's you when know. you need to look up. <laughs> All right. So uh, question number eight is uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Hmm. I don't know. I don't really like working real hard, Greg. So, yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, other than being like a CEO of something that I could, you know, be in control. Um, I don't know. I guess guiding. I could guide. Uh, That'd be all right. I spear. I've spearfish guided before. I've done a little bit of that. That's always nice to be out there in the, out there in the wild. I didn't really know there was a such thing as a spear fisherman guide. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I. Uh, That'd be interesting. I bought a guide license for a couple of years. Really? Mm-hmm. And took people spear fishing. Mm-hmm. That's and some cool. of them actually killed something. Really? But yeah. They some all paid, right? Some. Oh yeah, but that's the main thing. Uh, I'd uh, hand them the gun, yeah. and uh, then whenever they'd shoot that fish, I'd grab the fish and hand them the loaded gun. And I would put them Keep on the stringer. Mm-hmm. So, were, did you ever take them that had never spearfished before? Because um, that would scare the H E double hockey sticks out of me. I need to see myself. One guy wasn't real experienced, uh, but I mean, he. You know, it's different. People come to the lake and they're used to ocean diving. Yeah, it's a big shock. It's totally and, different. Yeah, right. It's uh, cold and dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not real clear. And it's hard. Comparatively, for, you know. And people don't realize you got to be quiet to right. shoot them, too. Yeah. And uh, so they're blowing and going. And I mean, we're seeing some fish, but we're not seeing anything really good, you know? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I'd never thought about spear fishermen, mm-hmm. spear fishing guiding. That's pretty, you ought to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Okay. Uh, let's, well, what profession would you least like to attempt? Um, I wouldn't like to be the guy that drives along the highway and picks up dead animals. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> I mean, some I of that, like in that. the summertime, like when something I smell something like that, sometimes I've yak. I'm a, <laughs> I know this will surprise you, but I like to have a drink, you know, at night. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so I don't know if that has anything to do with my queasiness in the morning, but like if if I woke up and had to pick like up a big bloated dead possum and uh, it might rupture when I hit it with the shovel or something, that would not be good for That's me. A bad day. You know, Micro did a Dirty Jobs episode of that one time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Now I can think of a lot of things to do outside of that. That's a bad job. Somebody's got to do it. And thank mm-hmm. God there are people that want to do that right. or don't have any other options. Right. Or maybe a guy doesn't drink and he's you know got an iron <laughs> stomach. Got an iron stomach. He doesn't care. Uh, oh, man. It could, maybe it's the John Wayne Gacy's of the world. That, they don't they mind might, dead animals and dead stuff. Yeah, they might get off on that. <laughs> I just don't like the idea of that guy driving in front of my house picking up dead animals. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to think about tonight instead of possum or raccoon. It's like the coon supper. <laughs> All right, uh, last but not least, if heaven exists, uh, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, 
Stuart, we've got a special place saved right here for you. And what would that place look like? Uh, I don't know. Be a house on a hill with a pond or uh, maybe a few cows out there. I bet there's brand a brand new F-250. No, I mean, you fly <laughs> Yeah, wings, dude. You need an F-250. Any Fords make it to heaven? Oh, yeah. Do they? Yeah. You've they, heard that song, hadn't you? They're not a government truck. Yeah. So <laughs> Fords go to heaven. Dodge go to hell. <laughs> I thought that was Chevrolet. I got a Dodge. Or maybe that's a goat. Is it a goat? Goat? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, it was an, it was an enjoyment. Uh, thank you for coming and being a part of it. It was fun, Greg. Good deal. Good deal. I'll come back if y'all want me to. Anytime. Okay. Anytime. Um, when it gets closer to election, we need to start stumping. Especially right. if you have... Um, we might have some key issues. There are topics that need to be discussed. We probably do. We, we, we need got to f- that now. We just didn't get that far. Yeah. We need to uh, get your Game and Fish guy on here. I'd be interested to see what he says about the uh, bait law. But is that something that you can run a mayoral platform off of no but i'd it'd be something i'd like to know okay all right all right so uh so don uh when you listen to it uh be expecting a phone call we'll get him on here he may not know he hmm. retired but he knows people right so i'll bet you we can get an answer cool all right um ladies and gentlemen this was uh stuart means stuart means business and um he is the mayor of royal arkansas google it royal r-o-y-a-l comma arkansas and uh check it out good night sweetheart well <laughs> it's time to go all right guys y'all have a good evening thank you for listening good night